Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to the <clears throat> October 30th edition of Rubber Guard Radio. This is our Halloween special. Um, yes, that was Michael Jackson's Thriller. The whole song, that's my favorite music video ever, 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 ever. Uh, this episode of Rubber Guard is brought to you by our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, you can get independent DVDs, Lucha DVDs, Puro DVDs, uh, SoCal Pro Wrestling DVDs, I suggest any show from 2008. Mr. Adam Pierce has been tearing it up in San Diego. Um, also, you can check out our shoot interviews with Mike Modest and the Ballard Brothers. And our other sponsor would be FogCityWrestling.com. Fog City had a show this past weekend. Uh, they tore it up. Uh, keep an eye out on the website to see when the next show will uh, be coming to you live from the San Francisco Bay Area. I am your host, KZ, and I have on the line... F4W Online's resident independent pro wrestling geek, Dr. Keith. What's up, Doc? Wow, what a what a fantastic introduction. Now, when we do this in real time as opposed to this rehearsal, it's going to be a lot better, right? Yes, sir. All right, fantastic. Hey, what's going on, Casey? How you doing, my friend? Uh, keep in mind, uh, as soon as I almost heard the word geek, I was about to hang up. But at the same time, let's have fun tonight. Let's not... Let's not sit there and call each other names like geek, dork, spaz, dweeb, or pillhead. Let's just let's enjoy. Hey, hey, hey! hey watch I, that pillhead stuff, pal. I know, I, I know. Those, those. That's where we get a little sensitive. That's the sensitive. That's what people like to call sometimes the gray area. So there you go. Well, well, while we have Doc on the line, uh, let's read this update from the WrestlingObserver.com. Big Vision Entertainment has announced a new television show, NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood that will be taped at the Columbia Square Studios in Hollywood. Uh, Big Vision will attempt to both syndicate the show and get them placed on cable. Uh, The first shows will be taped on November 14th at 7.30, November 15th at 7.30, November 16th at 3.30. The tapings are free. You can call 1-818-232-0770 for details on how to get tickets. Uh, Doc, are you going to be in Hollywood for that weekend? Sadly, I will. I will not be there. Uh, I, w- I wish I was. Don't get me wrong. The idea of being, uh, 
you know, away from Chicago towards the start end of the, uh, towards the beginning of winter isn't that appealing, but at the same time, you know, right now, you know, at times, uh, the, you know, economics of scale are basically keeping me in Chicago. And plus, it's also my wedding anniversary weekend. And, and Mine too. you know, as, as much, oh, congrats, man. It's uh, it's, it's going to be three years. And, and the thing is, the idea of sitting there saying, sorry, honey, I can't spend it with you because I'll be spending it with the National Wrestling Alliance doesn't really have the, the charm and wit that, you know, it had two years ago when I was like, uh, I got to go, honey. I got to go uh, blow stuff up from TV. So uh, what what day is your actual anniversary? Ours is the 15th. Uh, ours is actually the 19th, but uh, we're doing it. We're doing a we got a, I got a little surprise plan for the wife uh, on the week on that weekend. Uh, actually, the weekend of the uh, NWA tapings. And you know, I know what you're thinking right now. No, the surprise isn't going to the NWA tapings because really, I, I love my wife, and I realize that I I do need to sort of separate her from the wrestling world. Well, I, I tried to convince my wife to uh, let us take a trip that weekend to Vegas. Oh, that's that's a, always a delightful time. <laughs> you know, make her sit through Randy Couture and Brock Lesnar. Even better, you know. But what you want her to do, you want her to sit there and introduce her to the wonderful world of the sports book and possibly sit there and be like, you know, tell her about, you know, this upcoming fight that you've heard about and have her bet on the Couture versus Lesnar fight. And then as you're at the show and she's wondering, well, when are we going to go? And you could just tell her, but but the the, the fight you bet on, it's going to come up soon. And you could say that during the, probably she'll buy it for the first, like, seven fights, and you'll be pretty gold. <laughs> well, that's, we'll, that's a we'll smart move. I mean, honestly, that's a very smart move, KZ. We're, we're going to just settle on watching the fight on the couch. So she's a, well, that, she's a even MMA better. fan as well. So. Oh, cool. Who, who does she like in that fight? She likes Brock. Really? Mm-hmm. And I, I have to agree with her. Hmm. I think uh, I think Brock is just too much man for for Randy to to take Ain't care it. of. I think. Well, I, you know, the the thing is, Brock Brock is a humongous beast of a gentleman. Uh, he might not have the skills that a Randy Couture has. At the same time, he's fought a lot more recently than Randy has. That's something to keep into account. He is, of course, younger, but he is with you know, Sable, and I think if I was with Sable, I'd probably want to, you know, punch people and, and murder them in the octagon. So it, it, it's an interesting fight no matter who you're picking in here, and it, it is something that if this fight doesn't deliver, there'll be uh, two shows in a row that UFC doesn't really deliver. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, well what do you think the buy rate's going to be? I think it's going to at least top a million. <laughs> hard for me to say the reason why is because i mean keep in mind that ufc the problem with ufc ufc uh events coming so close together is the fact that it's sort of they're too busy worrying about one event when thinking about the next one and the one after that and such you know thankfully with the one you know coming up in november it seems like they've done a decent job of hyping that so far and i think i think with the more media that's out there uh, more of a buzz on Brock Lesnar. I, I think that uh, they could easily do a million buys on this. I, I would like like to see it because I would like to think that you know Brock Lesnar could possibly be a draw in MMA without you know doing the full on you know wrestling. You know, here's a guy that was brought up in the wrestling world gimmick. So 
You know, plus it also is Randy Couture, and Randy, you always have an interesting story. And I think a lot of times, if, if anything I've learned this year, I think a lot of times stories sell fights a little bit more than two good guys fighting. I mean, look at the success of, like, a UFC as opposed to, you know, like the WEC, where, you know, uh, the World Extreme Cage Fighting had some, you know, fantastic fights. But not that many stories. I mean, they had one story, and that was Faber uh, versus uh, uh, what the hell was the guy's name? Culver. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know that was a story. That was a story. That was something they could promote, and they did a very good job with that. And nothing possibly will con that. So it, it basically is all about stories. Anytime that Kimball Slice is there, people want to see him. Why? Because it's an interesting story hearing about this guy, and and he's going to be awesome in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Uh, before we go any further, I'm going to play a quick song, okay. which will lead into our next segment. You! Soldier oh, Boy. Yeah. So. Hey, I got the new dance for y'all called the Soldier Boy. You just got to punch, then crank back three times from left to right. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that soldier boy that Superman that hoe? That why me you crank that soul 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 That why me soldier boy up in the hoe? Why me crank it? Why me now? People are wondering why I just played uh, crank by. <laughs> by Soldier Boy. I know why. For the but, second time this show, you played stuff to make me dance, and thank you for doing that. You're damn that. right. Now, uh, the reason I played this was because uh, Dr. Keith made his Chikara uh, commentary debut uh, at the Chicago show um, that happened last, was it? It was September. September and, uh, 20th. You called, you called the uh, Soul Touches match. Um, oh, yeah. I got to say, brother, you know, you put Michael Cole to shame. I, I well, with flubs and mess-ups, yes, you know. I, I, I blame, I, I, I would, I, you know, the sad thing is I haven't heard my performance, but I remember after doing my microphone performance, as they would call it in Japan, I remember sitting there and it seemed that me and Loud and Noxious basically had a contest during that match to see who could spit farther during, while commentating, because we were so excited about seeing such a high quality match with four members of the Soul Touchers. I mean, that's mm-hmm. right there, that's, you know, that's 33 Point three 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 percent more soul toucher than we've had before. Right there, that's that's something to get excited and a little bit flustered about. And uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. It was just it was just you know it was like one of those things where you know I was helping to run out that run the show in in Chicago in uh, the Greater Chicagoland area in Streamwood. And uh, you know I was like, well, Mike, what, what else can I do to help you guys? And uh, you know they said, well, you want to do commentary for a match or two? And I was like, sure. And, uh, you know, I got in there with Loudon, and uh, we had a good time. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, people on Chikara fans uh, didn't seem to like it, but at the same time, you know, well, I mean, you, you can only, dude. you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can only sit there and, you know, you can sit there and look at message board comments and think, wow, that hurts. That really makes me feel bad. And other times you can just forget about it. I mean, you or anyone should know about this. But, uh, you know, my my wife recently was uh, on a message board. Like, my wife stays the hell away from all sorts of message boards. She is not a a message board person, you know. And she went on a message board. uh, She went on a message board for a medical thing that she was going through. 
And, you know, she was, you know, she was inquisitive about this and thinking that here she puts on a message board where it seems very nice that women would possibly give her, you know, a nice answer or some advice. The, uh, all the replies were very negative, including the first one that said, just go poop. So, you know, it's not just wrestling fans that have negative message boards, Kid Zombie. It's everyone. Fucking trolls. They're all over the place. Now, yeah, there's only so I, much I, you I, could do about the trolls. I, I got to you know. say, big man on big man action that would make Rob Naylor happy was the greatest call I've ever heard on an independent wrestling DVD. Well, thank that you. That was thank tremendous. You. That was tremendous. You put over your co-host. Yeah, you know, that was just good stuff. Um, As, to be honest, you did a really good job calling the match. I really enjoyed it. It added well, to thank the match. you, man. Thank you. I'm glad someone did. So, okay, next time I do commentary at a Chikara show, I'll sit there and say, KZ, this one's for you. So I was actually I was actually uh, approached. Uh, I, I guess I guess my commentary isn't all that bad because I was actually approached by a group that is actually uh, running in uh, lovely uh, California land uh, this weekend, uh, running some big uh, battle like shows, uh, and I would possibly be doing commentary there as well. But at the same time, uh, that will not be happening. Yes, I, I've actually been asked to. Uh, I've been asked to replace Don West's shiny shirt, and I think wow. I could possibly do a shinier shirt more justice, or at least some That's hard justice. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, TNA and Pro Wrestling Gorilla are going head up this weekend. Yes. In the L.A. market. That's uh, it's pretty cool. Because you, cause you could never have enough pro wrestling in one market in one day, really. So, you know. Of course, of course. Here's the thing. I, I'm just, I, and I asked uh, Earl Excalibur this when he was on the Dr. Keith Pinsky show this week, which is of course available only at f4wonline.com, wrestlingobserver.com, vinyasagoober.com, and drkeithshow.com. Uh, I asked is this a Earl. Free show? If, uh, sadly, it is not. But uh, I, I know that there are people out there that you know they 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 love the show and they love spreading the seeds of the show, like very much like a Johnny Appleseed used to do. He used to sit there and take audio and give it to the masses, and I'm sure someone out there will be rapid-firing it or rapid-share or sense-spacing or whatever whatever the kids are using this, this day and age, maybe some sort of torrent software, maybe some sort of – maybe it will be on Livewire for all I know right now, so, you know, or Last.fm. So it is not – sadly, the show is, of course, a subscriber show, but it is uh, – it's a, a fun, fun, fun show. And more importantly, the fact that I did two shows in seven days proved that I might, in fact, be back, baby. Tremendous. Tremendous stuff. Yeah, that was good stuff with Excalibur. He's always fun, either you know being interviewed or his commentary. And hopefully you will be doing commentary with him. So that, that... I, I, one, day, one day soon I will be doing something related to – possibly wrestling and talking with Pro Wrestling Gorilla. I, I can't say why. Tremendous. I, I can just tell you that it will not be this weekend. But if you are in the greater, of course, you know, I know some people are up north, uh, Northern California posers like yourself, but uh, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, but to really, uh, you know, ha- watch some good wrestling this weekend, definitely check out Pro Wrestling Gorilla. They're running the Burbank Armory Two humongous uh, an afternoon Saturday afternoon a Sunday night and it should be fantastic. Now Los Angeles two two odd odd eight uh, El Generico for president uh, on Tuesday there as well. It is. I don't care that he's you know, I don't I don't care that he's that he's Canadian. I don't care the fact that he won't take his mask off. I don't care for the fact that he's not even American. Uh, 
you know, and can't really even speak the language, I think he should he would make a fantastic president. Now, for those that are listening to the live stream, uh, we'll be taking calls for the entire two-hour show, area code 347-215-7946. If you want to uh, talk to the good doc, or hell, even me, call in. Um, and we can discuss pretty much anything. And as far as the election this coming Tuesday, um, I am on, I've gone on the record as saying, and I still stand by it, if John McCain is voted in as president, I am moving to Canada. Oh my so, goodness! So you're you're basically I'm, Alec Baldwin. That's it. I'm going to Thunder Bay, Ontario. I've already looked okay. into it. So you Thund- know, Thunder Bay is beautiful this time of year. Nice and cold. Well, that and you know it's close. You know I could still cross you know cross over right there and and you know hit all the Detroit Indies and stuff. So and I more importantly, Windsor. Windsor, yeah, Windsor exactly. is what is what you need to know about that area because really. The idea of a, a nice Canadian province where the beer is delicious and the hookers and whores and everyone else are running wild, brother, is definitely a good time. And casinos. Tremendous. Yes. Tremendous. So what's going on in, in the life of Dr. Keith? Um, what what do you what have is- planned? What, what do you have going on? Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to be straight. Now... Are you going to be working alongside the NWA because Big Vision is in bed with the NWA? Well, they're they're sort of like bed partners. Like I would like to think of them like as bunk bed mates, where basically a lot of the pro wrestling aspect of the show will be handled by the people of the NWA. Where Big Vision is more like you know we have the television cameras and awesome awesome technology and also Skype to help them record the show and, you know, basically we're handling a lot of the production end, but a lot of everything else will be done on the wrestling end from, you know, Dave Marquez and the fine people of NWA, the guys that brought you the wrestling showcase last, uh, the last year or so on the colors, uh, network, on uh, dish TV. So, uh, big visions, big visions, uh, how, how should I put it? We're in bed with the NWA, but we haven't really touched and caressed. And, uh, you know, we might think about it from time to time, but really there's no, it's it's not like a, a, a what do you call it, Grey's Anatomy type romance, you know. It's not even now, a, like a 90210 dry humping romance. It's, it's just like, I, I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Okay. My, my, my feelings are that, that uh, the, the NWA will get onto WGN. Um, that's just my feeling because. You know, you guys are friends and whatnot, and and uh, Big Vision produces a couple other shows for WGN. So I, I I have the feeling that the NWA will be having national TV very soon. Uh, well, what do you think? I you know that would be nice because I actually live uh, about five blocks away from the WGN headquarters in Chicago. So really for me that would be very convenient. Uh, to have a show that close. The only thing is I'm curious because, of course, we are a CW, uh, uh, WGN here in Chicago is a CW network station. So the WGN that uh, people everywhere else get is quite different from the WGN that we get. True, we both get Tommy Skillethead, uh, Tommy Skilling on the weather, of course, uh, and uh, I think Allison Payne was the news uh, reader there. But uh, there, there are certain things that you get that probably don't, possibly a lot of bad TV reruns. Like, what's what's a normal night on WGN? Is it, like, bad movies or, you know? I don't have it on my cable. 
Okay. Well, then, then that shows how great of a network WGN is. So, you, I mean, you, it's something. Have, I mean, it it could be better than my network TV, but I don't know by how much. Keith, you, you you have to understand though, my cable system's you know an anomaly. Um, we are we are my cable system's municipal, so it's just for this city. So it's oh. kind of strange. We're the only city in the Bay Area Peninsula that has their own cable. So everywhere else is Comcast, and Comcast has WGN. So, and yeah, I'm just gonna have to go to my mother's place and go watch. I and watch some some NWA action. That's like oh, going back to the day, back to the roots. Maybe we can have it on at 505 uh, East or uh, uh, 605 Eastern, Eastern on on Saturdays. That that would be the way to go with that. So. I don't know. I'm curious to see how it pans out. Like I said, I wish I was going to be there and helping them out with the project. And I'm sure I might be involved somehow, but I, I sadly will not be there as, as the filming's going on, which is sort of a bummer. Yeah, I'm a little upset, too. I can't make it. That kind of, kind of stinks. But <clears throat> Now, I'm going to put you on the spot again, Doc. Do you think the NWA could be a viable number three or four? company in the states it's hard to say i mean i i would i would definitely would like them to be a number three four five or seven in the united states uh do they have the talent uh yes. they they're getting there i mean it definitely it seems that they have gotten some names and it seems that their relationships down in mexico and south of the border in uh Tijuana and everywhere else in New Mexico, I think that's definitely going to help bring in the Lucha Libre stylings that I think the NWA definitely needs. Uh, I, I have to, I have to sort of wait and see the talent roster for that first show to see who's on it before making a determination if they could actually make a play. But I, I think, I think that you know their episodic television could be quite good if people give it a chance. You know, yes. do I, do I, do I? Do I think, I mean, because the thing is with the NWA, uh, you know, 10 years ago or like five years ago, if you were hearing anything with the NWA that wasn't, of course, TNA, you were thinking, oh, okay, well, it's, you think about the Colorado kids' lovely mullets, you know. NWA has changed, or at least that they've, you know, in the last two years, they've run a number of successful shows all across the U.S. They did tours in Australia, Mexico. I mean, it, it, it seems, you know, Puerto Rico. It seems that like they are, you know, people will say what they say about the NWA, but it seems that they are actually doing stuff. So, you know, and I, I don't necessarily want to rock, knock the television until I see the final product. So, they, they, I mean, you know, they, they could they possibly not do anything with this television show? I'm not sure because, I mean, basically what they're going to do is they're going to film some stuff and basically hopefully try and sell it and uh I, I think hopefully it'll get picked up, and then uh, the NWA could possibly be a contender again. But it, it's going to take a while to get – because of money and production values, it's going to take a while for any organization to become a number three, you know, because you look right. at ROH, and ROH does a fantastic job of what they do or did a fantastic job. I'm not really sure. But I mean, like, but at the same time, were there times where I'd watch ROH and just be like, you know, scratching my head and sitting there going, okay, this is great because this is a really, really appealing to me. But if I had like WWE people, I don't know what they would think of this. You know, I don't know what they would think about all this damn action happening in a match. So 
I'm basically taking a wait-and-see attitude when it comes to both the NWA's chances on any sort of network and also ROH's, uh, you know, new booker man, the scrap booker. Well, he's also booking the NWA too, so. Uh, I'm not 100% sure that he is booking them anymore. Anyway, uh, let's take a call. You want to take a call, Doc? A telephone call? Only if it's from Ed from San Antonio. I'm 702 sorry. area code. Who am I speaking with? This is Mike Sawyer in Vegas. It's Mike, Mike Sawyer. Sawyer. What's the word? Sorry I'm not Ed in San Antonio. No, no, no. You know what? This is actually a whole lot better. <laughs> What's going, going on, on guys? Mike Sawyer. Ah, just, uh, just listening a little bit to you guys, getting ready for the November 15th show out here which uh, Ed in San Antonio is actually coming out for. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we've, uh, we've got a big weekend planned on Friday. I, I, hope, I hope, I wish that someone would get, like, the old Vince Russo Pope Mobile and just put Ed in it at all times and just basically fill it up with rum, possibly to his knees, and just give him a big straw and always have, like, three or four dancers around it at all times. Well, yeah, I mean, th- pretty much what we got planned is uh, – Friday we have uh, Mr. Meltzer. Yeah, we have Wayne Newton on Friday. Uh, Oliver Cobb has tickets, and it's supposed to be uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian and myself and Ed going to go to Wayne Newton, uh, which hopefully will produce some very good pictures for the website. Oh, I, I would think possibly uh, <laughs> Brian with a huge pair of granny panties that were thrown to the stage, putting them over his head like he's Mother Teresa would be a fantastic picture. And it's front row, by the way. Front row oh. tickets. Oh, dude, they're going to get soaked in moist female underwear. So continue. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And it, it's going to be a fun time. We, uh, I'm going to try to attempt to bring some of them over to Rick's Cabaret that night as well. Uh, I don't know if Big Dave will go, but we'll try. Big Dave, if, if Big Dave doesn't go, I would like it reported in a major wrestling newsletter. Listen, he, he hasn't gone the last two times. I've done my best. I have done my best. Oh, such a fantastic, you know, score. If if it takes Ronnie the limo driver, you know, Ronnie the limo driver is my, you know, guide to strip clubs, of course, from the Howard Stern show. And, you know, he's no longer scores, man. He's totally about Rick's cabaret. And I believe he was there a few weeks ago opening it up with Baba Booey. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we actually filmed, they actually filmed the show on, uh, Saturday night. I believe they got me. I was at the door both nights, so I believe they have me uh, doing IDs. I got a chance to talk to both of them. Ronnie's uh, definitely a character. Oh, yes. Scores, man. To say the least. You. Yeah, definitely, to say the least. Papa Bowie's a nice guy, though, too. Yeah. But we got the, uh, the big fight on the 15th. Uh, Kotor is having a great, great training camp so far. Um, he's got uh, Josh Hendricks who is a phenomenal wrestler and he's got Shane Carwin up there and he's uh you know from you know the word around Vegas is he's pretty much dominating both of them which is kind of hard to believe I think his weight's up in the 230s uh which is very heavy for Randy and he's also uh knocked out Forrest Griffin uh in training last week which was kind of oh. a little buzz going around so he's uh he's having a tremendous camp uh, and it should be an interesting fight Nice. 
Right. Yeah. That's, that's good to know. I mean, if, if 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 talk of the town right now, if talk of Las Vegas with uh, our good friend here, Mike Sawyer, if that is the talk of the town right now, I imagine the betting lines are uh, definitely piling up to sit there, and maybe maybe more people are going to sit there and say, well, I don't think Randy's going to be able to tame the big mastodon known as, let's say, Vader, but instead I'm going to say Brock Lesnar very easily. Yeah, and not to mention there's been a lot of reports that, that Lesnar's been – was training with Brett Rogers, uh, the Elite XC guy, and I guess, uh, according to Brett, he knocked uh, Lesnar out a few times and actually got thrown out of the camp. So I don't know for that. I don't know that to be for sure. That's according to him. But So it's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, Lesnar will definitely have at least 50 pounds on him and, you know, and the youth and the speed. But, man, I'll never bet against Couture. So it's going to be an interesting fight. Yeah, and what 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 does someone like Mike Sawyer do for an after party after a show that big? Uh, well, depending on where they're going to have it, uh, I'll usually be there. I'll bring you know we'll send the limos out over to Rick's or at Scores at the time and uh, send a bunch of people up to the club. Uh, the last time we had uh, Bruce Buffer and Andre Arvlovsky and and the uh, very talented Brittany Sky. Oh, so it was, uh, yeah. Politics. Yeah. And can talk MMA. I mean, that, that, that's just so hot. Oh, yeah. It comes in her tap out gear. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. You know, and Andre Arlovsky actually was the best dressed and well-groomed out of everybody, and that's pretty pathetic, but that's, just, yeah, I that's believe he just had his eyebrows done. Yeah. And, uh, no, we, it's usually a good time. So we'll hit the after parties, uh, you know, that kind of thing, wherever the hot spot is. Okay. I, I have a question for you, Mike. Um, have you seen Mr. Frank Mir around town at all? Yeah. How is he looking? Yeah. Actually, he looks in good shape. He looks in good shape. I saw him at the Rhino uh, mm, a couple of weeks ago. They also got Roy Nelson up there now, too. Mm-hmm. So Big Country is now a bouncer up at the bar. Um, I'm not really welcomed in the club that much anymore, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Frank a few weeks ago, so he's still uh, he's still working. It's amazing that that Frank has got you know a second chance you know in, in his career. You know, most guys you know once they blow it, you know, he's got a second chance. Uh, do you think he has a shot with Nog? Uh, if he does, it'd be in the first minute of the fight. But it's going to be very hard to catch Nagara with anything. And uh, I, I, I highly doubt he's going to win that fight. He doesn't have uh, the tenacity. He doesn't have the heart. And uh, hopefully he's not listening to this show because I'm probably going to try to head up to the radio when, we get, when I get off the phone here. But, uh, no, he, uh, I, I don't see him winning that fight. But it's MMA, and everybody has a chance, so you can't rule anything out. That's a good point. Yeah, I, you know, but... Uh, you know, I see Nagara winning that, and in the Lesnar fight, um, and Brock's going to have to put him away in the first few rounds. If he gets dragged into the third or fourth round, he's going to be in trouble. Even with the older man, um, we haven't even seen Lesnar really get hit. We don't know what kind of chin he's got. We know he's going to be in shape, but you know, Couture's got the experience. If he can, if he can survive the the initial onslaught, he has a uh, a decent chance. And the odds are pretty close for that one. I think Lesnar's a small, a slight favorite right now at like minus one ten. Okay. 
Ooh. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, kind of interesting. That's pretty much a pick. Yeah. But it's a pick'em. I, I and it, figured it would be. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. I mean, uh, you got Josh Hendricks, who's an accomplished wrestler, is taking on Gonzaga, and that should be a good fight. And uh, Joe Stevenson and Kenny Florian. So yeah, that should be good. that should be very good as well. Yeah, that should be very good. Um, you know, so it's going to be a fun night. It'll be fun to see some of the guys from the Empire up there. And as long as they behave themselves, Ed gets a little out of control. But no, I'm tr- I'm trying to uh, locate his girlfriend to make sure that she's up there. Nice. Now, uh, he- <laughs> I, I, do, uh, I do have a question for you, Mike. Um, are there any middleweights out there that are not in UFC that you think that UFC can sign to try to take out Anderson Silva? Well, I think they're going to try to get Robbie Lawler. Yeah, I think Robbie is going to be the one that put him out. I, 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 I think... Either that or mm, just give up the belt, one or the other. Well, he, he wants to fight again in, in another month. I mean, he really didn't fight this month, if you saw that last fight. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what he did, but it, it wasn't a fight. He boogied. Um, he boogied. Yeah, he had a little, he, little dancing. little dancing. He was having a good time. Um... A pretty disgraceful performance. There's a lot of guys that always talk about the best pound-for-pound guy in the world. Uh, I highly doubt you would see uh, Fedor uh, have, a, have a showing like that against anybody that would just go in there and dance around for a couple rounds. So he definitely needs uh, – maybe they need to put him in there with a better opponent to get him motivated. There's talk of maybe him and Chuck Liddell at 205. Maybe that will motivate him. I, I think so. uh, Robbie is going to be the one to put him down. I honestly think that Robbie has the power to to put him out. Um, since he, since Robbie's moved up to 85, he's just been a monster. Yeah, uh, it'll be tough. It's going to be a tough fight. You guys were talking about the uh, like some of the indie scene. You know, I ran that show about uh, 10 years ago, and I seen uh, I seen Christian up at the club last week. Oh, nice. I had a look. Yeah, I had a little uh, indie show. Uh, drew about ninety people. It was a roaring success. It was. A, I gave him a can of tuna and twenty five dollars that night. Yeah, that was the pay. That was uh, actually Big Fire gave me that idea, and uh, that was the payoff. We had um, there was a guy named Joey Legend, and jo- Johnny Swinger, and Edge, and and Christian, and uh, uh, El Fuego was another wrestler. I don't know where. I haven't heard too much about him lately, but. It was a fun time. We rented the ring from Bayer. So, is he still working? Yeah, he's still working for uh, Scott Demore in Border City. Yeah. No in, shit. In Windsor, in Windsor of all places, there, uh, Doctor Keith. Fantastic place. Wow. And it, it was funny because they had uh, the big stretch limo pulled up, and it, it was funny watching uh, Abyss and Bubba Ray Dudley come out with George Napolitano. It was that. hot. It wasn't a threesome that I had uh, imagined getting out of the limo, but George is a very nice guy. Yeah, that guy's been doing this trip forever. Yeah. So, but just wanted to call in real quick. I got to jump in a shower and get out of here. It was good talking to you guys. Keep up the good work. Awesome. Thank you, uh, Mike. And oh, once again, brother, congratulations and and. Very good work with the with the Goldberg interview. You guys did very very well. It was a nice one interview. Good oh, thank thank you, thank you. We got some uh, we have some surprises coming up for the next 
few weeks. I got three. We got three or four guys uh, confirmed. So as long as we can keep the interviews going and we got a good relationship with the company, then we'll be we'll be all right. Tremendous. So thanks, right, guys. Man. Have a good show. Awesome. And you guys man. take care. Hey, uh, Mike. Before you go. Yeah. Uh, I want before you leave for work. I want you to check your PMs on the Figure Four board. Okay. I have something for you. All right. Sounds good. Have a nice evening at work, brother. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. All right. Wow. That was uh, was a nice cameo right there. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, I didn't plan on on Mike coming on. That was cool. You never uh, know what's going to show up here at, uh, what's the name of the show again? (laughs) I'm kidding. Joe versus the world? Wait. No. Well, maybe. (laughs) Okay. Doc, let's talk uh, IWA Mid-South. Did you see the Ted Petty Invitational yet? I was there on night two, and no, I haven't heard Eddie King sing on commentary, but I I can just imagine it, and it sounds awesome. I'll tell you, man, that was the Sammy Callahan show. Talk about a it coming def- out It definitely was. You know, Dude. it definitely was a man who sells, 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 and, you know, it was, you know, fantastic. Yeah, it was a really fun tournament. You know, and, I mean, TPI is always fun, but, you know, Sammy just took it to a whole different level, and, you know, the kid is, he has so much heart and talent, and you know, he's breaking out, which is good because he's a good kid. You know, he's a yeah, really yeah, nice guy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I met him at the Chikar shows, and he definitely was very cool. And I, I just like the fact that you know, like Adam Summers and I were talking about this after the show, and it's like it's it's nice to watch him because unlike a lot of indie guys, he sells constantly. You know, and I'm not just mean merchandise or anything like that. Like he he sells oh so much and uh he does he does a very good job of what he does and he definitely is getting it seems like the recognition that he deserves right now because as i think uh chris z said uh, he's being booked everywhere right now so i mean i think he's working chikara iwa elite pro i mean uh cleveland all pro i mean all over the place um yeah you know uh everybody listening you need to go to uh YouTube and type in Sammy Callahan. You need to see some of his promos. This guy's a nut bar. Um, you know he's got his gimmick down, man. He's he's whacked, and and I say whacked in in the best possible way, Sammy. Um, I'm not sure if you're listening live, but I know you'll hear the download. But uh, yeah, the kid the kid was just amazing. Um, speaking of um, of independent guys breaking out, um, is there anybody in the Chicagoland area now? that you feel is about ready to, you know, break out of that bubble and, and uh, you know, make a big name for themselves that, that you've seen? There, there is, uh, you know, I wish, I wish I got out to more shows because, sadly, I, I, I don't go to as many wrestling shows as, as I wish I would. And I know that there is a decent amount of talent that is in the Chicagoland area. Uh, well, there is a guy that worked the IWA Mid-South. Uh, they did over a weekend, they did the big, huge, like, uh, you know, the tryout ceremonies, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a, a guy by the name of Bill the Butcher 
who basically apparently, you know, will definitely be back in IWA itself very, very soon. Like he's been, I mean, I, I have friends there that were like just blown away by the match that he had uh, that weekend. So, you know, the tryouts, uh, you know, the tryouts might be good because it might actually sit there and bring in lower price talent that Ian doesn't have to pay. No, I mean, what I, I'm saying is there might be guys sitting there that want to be like Sammy Callahan, that want to sit there and work all these independent shows. And, you know, they, there's sacrifices they have to make, and one of those sacrifices is, of course, you know, working in different places and, you know, basically maybe not getting paid in one show or two, but basically getting your name out and having great performances like Sammy Callahan has had uh, definitely in the second half of this year. Yep. You know, it's amazing. Um, Ian seems to have an eye for for younger talent. Um, that he also listens listens to the boys that work for him. You know that that's you know I I got to put Ian over for that. You know he he gets the young kids and I mean he's been doing it for years. You know look at Punk, Cabana, Ace, Hero. You know they all came from IWA. Uh, you know IWA gives people a place to work. And definitely a place to learn, but it's also it also takes more than a company to make a wrestler great. Right, of course, of course, of course, of course. <clears throat> okay, let's see. <clears throat> uh, okay, let's uh, let's uh, talk to Kara again. Um, what do you think of Stigma? I love Stigma. I hate Shane Storm. Hmm. So to you, they're not really one and the same. They're different people altogether. I I love Shane Storm as a heel as Stigma. You know, so much so so much fun. But he was kind of weak as a babyface. But yeah, I mean, it was either they they turn him like that, or he loses the mask. But I guess you know it'll come down to uh, him and Quack hair versus mask. I guess. Um, what do you think of Stigma and the unstable? I like I like the unstable. I think uh, I think the unstable is a pretty interesting group, and I I, I really am a fan of Vin's work this year. So yes. uh, Vin Vin has been on top of his game this year in so many regards, where his character is very intriguing, and also he knows how to bring it in the ring. Uh, the match that he had with uh, Fire Ant at the final of the Young Lions Cup is, yep. you know, without a doubt, the probably hands down the best car match of this year. So I really like Van. I think Stigma is interesting. I love the the unmasking of Stigma or the remasking in that case. Uh, it was yeah. a nice nice little parody of the transformation of one young Jigsaw to the, the Briscoe brother. Uh, I, I I like Colin Delaney in it, and uh, if if the what I hear and they're adding the fourth member pretty soon, uh, I'm 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 intrigued to see what the future has in store for the unstable. But uh Chikara Chikara hands down, I mean, such a fantastic product and just you know, like ROH has been has had, you know, people will sit there and say ROH hasn't had, you know, the best of years, of course. Uh that they've had very good matches. Sometimes the storyline leads leads to be desired. Chikara this year, story wise, has had some tremendous, tremendous things. So like and everything that's gone on with, you know, with stigma with uh, you know 
Jigsaw with the unstable. Claudio and Brody. Now, yes, that Claudio was a and Brody. Feud. That was, uh, and that was a feud that just played so well and played out, mm-hmm. you know, incredibly nice. Yes, the uh, the cage match in in uh, the new Alhambra was just a a great blow off, um, just really well booked all the way through, you know, and it's just good stuff. Um, well, I, I brought up the term booking. Um, seems that you know the the big news now and in the independent scene is uh, Mr. Sapolsky is no longer with a uh, booking Ring of Honor. Uh, what what are your feelings on this this whole uh, firestorm that's happened in the last few days? Um, I got uh, I got a text message on Sunday morning. I I was up way before I usually am, and uh, I think it was Derek Bergen of uh, this site and all of uh, F4WOnline.com, same sort of, and PWTorch.com. And uh, it was like, Dave's gone. Can you believe it? I never thought the day would come. And I was just like, well, uh, what? I, you know, still sort of exhausted, not sure what was up. And, uh, you know, I saw the announcement. I was just like, wow, that's, that's indeed something. This is something, this is huge because, you know, not only was Gabe the Booker Man, Gabe was like the public face of that company. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you sit there and you think of, you know, great ROH guys like Joe, Punk, uh, you know, the guys that have worked for Gabe in the past. But it's always been it's, it's always been real interesting to me that here's a guy that basically is in charge of the, of the company, or at least the creative aspect of the company, and he is somewhat approachable when it comes to it. You know, where a lot of guys sometimes when it comes to, you know, booking, wouldn't necessarily make them so visible and where you could, you know, see them at shows and know and talk to them. And Gabe was always very personal to me, and I, I like that. I like the fact that Gabe and I were able to talk. I, I, I didn't like the fact that, you know, I would, get, you know, interview Gabe and he would Gabe fave on me where, you know, you'd ask him Gabe a question fave. and he wouldn't tell you the whole answer where he'd basically tell you what he wanted to tell you and you just that, that just got – Incredibly well, frustrating at times. He, he learned that he he learned that from Paulie. That's so, true, but at the same time, yeah. like you know, like it just it was aggravating, as you can imagine. So, uh, but uh, you know, I, I guess I will miss Gabe for that. Uh, I mean, was it time for a change? I mean, sure, I I could see you know, I I think the fact that you know he was fired, he was let go, and really no one, I mean, none of the guys that I talked to knew about it until, you know, after that show was over. And it was, you know, the next morning sort of, where some guys found out by, you know, seeing Gabe online and asking what was going on and Gabe telling them that he was no longer, you know, with the company. You know, the fact that it wasn't, nothing was really said in advance to let people know, you know, guys knowing in a company, oh, by the way, you know, this guy is no longer going to be working for us. You know, our, our long, one of our longest running employees is no longer going to be there. So I, I think the way that maybe the situation was handled could have been handled a little bit better. Uh, what do I think about Adam Pierce booking ROH? I'm not sure yet because I, I, I sort of want to see how his approach to ROH is, you know, before sitting there and saying, oh, God, this is a horrible idea. I like Adam. I, I've always gotten along really, really slow with Adam, even though, you know, there's an interesting dynamic, of course. You know, he is a, a, a dirty Cubs fan, and I'm a dirtier White Sox fan. So, but uh, we somehow or other make it work. So, I'm very curious to see the changes that are made in ROH over uh, the next, you know, 
like the next few months and to see what he does. And, you know, partly because I've, I've done some talking with Gabe and, and some people around the ROH scene, so I sort of know the ideas and things that Gabe was going to do, and I'm very curious to see what, you know, what Adam does possibly with the same roster, and more importantly, who they bring in and what they do with the guys that are currently there. So, you know, I mean, it, it, well, it's, it's very, very curious to me. I'll tell you, um, a lot of ROH fans and, and whatnot that, that I've, you know, spoken with and, and uh, communicated with, they're, they're skeptical about Adam. Um, oh, yeah, of course. And, but, you know, you guys, I'll tell you, I've seen, seen his, his booking. I've, I've seen, you know, stuff he's, he's done. Um, he knows what he's doing. So, I mean, it's not like, this, you know, it, it might not be on a bigger stage, per se, but I've seen his booking, and he knows what to do, and I think it's going to be a, fresh, a breath of fresh air. It's going to be something different, um, and I'll be honest, I've been off of the ROH bandwagon for about eight months now. Um, it's just gotten too much for me. Uh, made my head go crazy the same way as uh, watching TNA Impact. Um, just scrambles my brain. But now I'm going to jump back on the bandwagon because they're going in a different direction, and knowing Adam the way I do and knowing the work that he has done and what he can do and his influences, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, hopefully the, the fans don't, you know, shit on him the first couple shows. You know, give the guy a chance and, and you know, let shit play out, and we'll see what happens. Let me, let me just no. make this one statement, and then I'm, I'm going to let you go, KZ, because i got... A uh, sure. very special doctor's appointment that I gotta go attend to the, the wife. Uh, uh, you know the thing is, the thing is, you gotta remember this. ROH people are probably, you know, they're they've been very fortunate to have what they've had for six years and to have like, you know, you know, basically to be treated to some of the best pro wrestling that we've seen in the last six years. And now that things are going to be changing a little bit. I mean, ROH fans, because of the intelligence of ROH fans, I mean, the fact that, you know, so many of them are into the finer aspects of the show, so to speak, you know, they expect a lot different uh, type wrestling than what they're used to. So it's going to be, it's basically the first few shows that Adam Pierce does for ROH, they're going to be shows that people will be talking about a lot and definitely overanalyzing to death. So, you know, that's why you have to sit there and sort of think about it and think about what, what you like about pro wrestling. Are there times that, you know, you wish that ROH could slow down? But uh, I don't know. I, I, let's, let's wait and see. Let's, let's not bury Adam yet because Adam will bury us even further. So, Yes. Well, especially me. He does have my phone number. <laughs> but, uh, well, Doc, it was a pleasure having you on, brother. Um, plug away. Not a problem. I, of course, uh, the Dr. Kupinski show, F4Wonline.com, uh, almost doing shows weekly now. So how about that, you know, considering that's what I should have been doing the last few years. Uh, also check out BBDVD.com, Big Vision Entertainment, the doing time uh, with uh, New Jack out now and coming very, very soon. I don't actually have a release date. I, it was supposed to be around this time of year, but uh, I believe that it's been pushed back to uh, about the same time that IWA uh, thing comes out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, 
the, of course, the last call with Raven and Sandman, or as I like to call it, the most excruciating 70 minutes of my life, due from Big Vision Entertainment uh, sometime next month. Definitely check it out. I know, KZ, you'll definitely get a copy and spread it all over the internet. I'm kidding about that. Uh, and also, uh, let's see, what other plugs do I want to get? I, I think that's about it. Uh, just definitely check out those two sites. Definitely support independent pro wrestling, smartmarkvideo.com. Uh, definitely go see The Wrestler. And... Uh, Definitely listen to more fucked up. So, awesome. with that, KZ, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for letting me be on your show again this week. It's all good, Doc. You take care, brother, and uh, give your wife my best. Definitely will, man. Take care and happy anniversary, my friend. You know, all right, you too. Brother. I, I, I gotta go rest up because tomorrow is, of course, Halloween, and uh, I got my costume already. So this is going to be. Can you guess what I'm gonna be? Uh, let's see. You're going to be a troll. No, I'll be a zombie, of course. Nice. A zombie, of course. Guess guess what I'm going as. A doctor. Damn straight, man. (laughs) Tremendous. All righty, Doc. It's good having you on, brother. And uh, I need for you to get another show in the can. The show in the can? Yes. We need more Dr. Keith audio, brother. We need two shows a week now. No, 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 no. I, I, I do have something that I am working on right now for the website uh, that uh, uh, another show or a variation of the Dr. Keith show that I hope to announce in a few more weeks. So it, it, it will make things a little bit more interesting on the website. And it bringing even more quality auto audio to a site that's very jam-packed with audio, so jam-packed that one of the shows that was even put up today hasn't even made the front page. So. <laughs> Tremendous. All righty, Doc. You take care now, and we will be talking to you very soon. Take care, man. Peace. All right, brother. That was the independent guru of F4WOnline.com, uh, Dr. Keith Lipinski. Um, let's uh, run down our sponsors once again. Uh, WrestleWarehouse.com. Um, you can get wrestling T-shirts, DVDs, masks. Um, you can get SoCal Pro Wrestling DVDs from San Diego. Um, I highly recommend any show from this year. Uh, Adam Pierce has been defending his NWA, or the, the he was defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship on those shows, but he has since lost the title to Blue Demon Jr. in Mexico this uh, past weekend. Uh, also, FogCityWrestling.com, uh, if you're in the Bay Area, uh, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, they should be coming out announcing another show very soon. Also, uh, Let's plug some friends of the show. Uh, Chicagoland area, EliteProWrestling.com. The Tomasellis, they run a school and a promotion. Um, You can't go wrong with them. Uh, The Tomasellis, they run a really tight ship. Uh, Good stuff there. Um, Also, uh, peep out the Soul Touches. They're from the Chicagoland area. Uh, They're in IWA Mid-South, Elite Pro Wrestling, uh, Chikara, uh, Smart Mark Video, of course, uh, support your indies. Um, also, RF Video, friends of the show, Rob, we've got to have you on the show again uh, very soon. Uh, you can also hit us on MySpace if you want to uh, communicate with us, myspace.com backslash rubberguardradio, uh, rubberguardradio.com for some of our archives. It hasn't been updated in a long time. Uh, we should be getting that rolling again. Um, that's about it for the uh, plugging of stuff. Uh, we're waiting for 
my second guest, Mr. Bob Barnett, to call in. Uh, Bob will be calling in from Southern California. We'll be discussing Lucha and some other stuff, and, you know, who knows what else. But uh, let's go, uh, let's pull up, actually, uh, David Bixenspan. Bix has uh, just put out a new podcast with uh, Rob Naylor. They go over two hours, and they talk about um, Samoan and Pacific Island workers from the past. Uh, it's a pretty fun show. I listened to it today. Uh, net backslash question mark um, P equals 2-4. Okay, Bob's trying to call in here. Let's see. What do we got? Uh, we're having technical issues. Um... All right, let's text Bob. Okay. All righty, I just texted Mr. Barnett. He's having issues calling in. But, yeah, uh, net backslash question mark P equals 2-4. Uh, it's a really fun show. They They talk about Samoan workers and all kinds of other stuff. Um, let's go to the figure4online.com news update here. Uh, okay, ECW Tuesday night scored with a 1.2 rating. You know, it's about average. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really watch it. Hold on. Yes, Bob. Oh really? Um, okay. Two uh three four seven two one five seven nine four six? Hmm. Okay. Uh let me see. Okay, I'm gonna call in and see if I can see if I can fix it. Um I can't do I can't do three way on this phone. Um, actually, you know what? Let me switch phones and then I'll call you right back. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're having technical issues here, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to swap phones. Hold on, just a second, guys. Okay. Uh, live on the air. I love it. Nothing but issues and technical problems. Let's see. We are going live here. Um, okay, let me call. I'm going to call the call-in number here. See what we got. See what kind of issue we got here. I love it. Okay, I. All right, I'm on. Okay, let's text Bob real quick. <clears throat> Gotta love live. Gotta love live 
Radio. Okay. Uh, we've got about 55 minutes. I'm having uh, Bob call back in, and we'll see what happens here. Because I got through with my cell, so um, I can't call Bob on a three-way because of uh, my phone for some reason won't do it. But uh, let's see. Is Bob on here yet? Nope. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to play a quick song while we wait for Bob to call in. Yo! All right. Well, Bob, you got through. What happened? You stopped paying your bills? <laughs> no way, brother. This is a this is a free service, and I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Well, I, I have online my uh, my guest for the second hour, um, Mr. Surf and Lucha, Bob Barnett. Uh, so, how's the surf down there in Southern California, brother? Uh, it's been pretty good up until a couple of days ago. A lot of heat, water's still warm. It's pretty nice. Tremendous. And uh, I, I bring up surfing because uh, I was watching a, a documentary the other day, and I saw you in your wetsuit. Um, let's uh, let's talk about Vampiro, Angel, Devil, Hero. Um, that was a hell of a documentary. I well, it. It, you may be one of the few. They um, they shot over 300 hours for that thing. They were in Europe for about. 10 days or two weeks, they were in Germany and Italy and England and Ireland and all over Canada. And, and um, they, they, they had a lot more footage than they showed there. And they picked this angle of when he was going to be involved with this Lucha promotion that just completely failed because the guy scammed everybody. And I just... Something like that. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and it was just a failure. And, you know, it was a cute angle to pick, but it was a real dumb angle to pick. They could have just picked the trip because, you know, he was in weird churches and, you know, devil worshipers, and there was all sorts of wacky people involved, and they they just went so stupid. I don't know. I just thought it was a real dumb angle that they used for the documentary. They shot um, three hours with me at least. They were here one afternoon, and they shot the whole thing in high depth, and uh, the guy told me yesterday he's sending me the unedited footage of my interview. So I'll, I'll probably put that out in a week or so. I have no idea what's on it. I haven't, you know, it's a year and a half, but I know I was ripping everybody up and down. Yeah, I, I, I like the, the European stuff. The the actual European wrestling stuff was cool. The stuff they did with Sheamus was neat, and the uh, they show clips of the Matt Seidel match, which was just pretty fun. Um, I'm trying to get a hold of that match. I, I can't seem to to find it anywhere. I don't even know if they released it or not. Yeah, I have no idea. There really is amazing stuff. I, at one point, asked them if they'd sell the raw footage and put out a new movie, but they wouldn't even answer me. Um, I had a guy that was interested in it, and I still might try later on because now they're still putting it at the festivals, and they still think there's a, a chance to make some money with it, but I just think it's got a whole other movie there. Yeah. Well, with all that footage, I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Money. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can piece it together and tell whatever fucking story you want. You know I mean? Yeah, you don't need you don't need a cute angle. I mean, his life is weird enough where you just don't need an angle. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it was kind of I don't know. It kind of sucked that you know they they had him 
you know, under the gun. I have to get this. I have to get that. And, you know, I'm dealing with these people. It kind of sucks. I mean, that that's, you know, that's not, that's not telling his story, is it? Really? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it was, the whole thing was so unimportant it turned out to be because, I mean, really, he, a lot of guys that were promised to, um, on the show didn't come in because they didn't get their payments up front. Uh, a lot of airline tickets didn't show up. Um, the promotion that they said was going to, you know, it was a typical scam. Uh, the, basically, the guy took the gate and ran. Uh, then he tried it again with uh, Ray Mysterio Sr. I guess Sr. got his money up front, but then the guy ran again. So, it's, it, you know, it's, it's happened a million times. I, don't, I just don't think it was that interesting. Um, there was a, the, the, there's a black guy in the, in the movie that they keep interviewing in Canada. who's was an old-time friend of Ian's. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, anyway, this guy's the real deal. I mean, he's just—they could have done a whole movie just with that guy. This guy's a real nasty guy. So uh, I want to see what other footage there is of him because I heard he really went off. I, I like the Norman Smiley stuff. Yeah, Norman's you know, great. Norman's cool. That guy's awesome. <clears throat> you know, he doesn't—he doesn't get enough, you know, air quote unquote airtime. Just—I mean—he's a hell of a storyteller and. You know, he doesn't have any reason to bullshit. And, you know, I mean, he was in Mexico in the heyday, brother. You know, he was down there with Eddie and Art, and, and you know, and, and Vance. Well, they are were. They all were, and, and he and Ian were red hot at the same time, and they were driving all over the country together, and they were, you know, running around with suitcases full of cash. And, and it's just too bad that I told them to put them both back in the car again and drive to some of the places they went and let them just talk together. But, yeah, you know, that's when the budget crap started happening, and they just – they weren't ready to spend much more money. Wow. All right, let's uh, let's change it up a little bit. Um, what have you heard about NWA Mexico? The NWA, oh, it's a big joke. It's uh, David, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mar- Marquez. Yeah, I mean, I, he he does a lot of sold shows, so he doesn't really worry about the crowds. I I can't. I don't know who's bankrolling this. I, I know he's not dumb enough to do it. It's just a big disaster. I mean, nobody's going to go to this thing. They're not getting any tickets sold. Um, it's a big joke. Blue Demon Jr. sucks. He he may actually be putting some money into it because I know he's trying to get um, endorsement deals in the U.S. for different products and things. He speaks English, so uh, this might be a way for you know them to put tapes together to push Demon and, and for Demon to push product because Demon sucks. And there's really nobody down there, you know, except for Adam Pierce. There's nobody down there worth a shit that anybody cares about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I bet they didn't draw 100 paid. Nobody's going to pay pay for that garbage. Yeah. Well, there wasn't anybody on the undercard. Well, there's nobody on any card. I mean, it's it's just a big joke. They've been. I don't know how. Marquez got involved with this NWA crack. I mean, the NWA is just deader in the doorbell. It's been dead for, what, almost 20 years now, or 20 years. I mean, nobody cares. I mean, the, 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 the initials don't mean anything anymore, and they certainly don't mean anything in Mexico. Yeah, I have to agree. So, um, we know AAA's hot. CMLL's cooling off big time. They're not drawing shit anymore. Um the Los Perros Dots Mall left. Uh, well, they didn't really leave. They didn't really leave. It's half, a, it's half an angle and it's half a power play because Perro Jr., um, he's made a fortune. He lives with his father. His father's made a fortune. Neither one of them spend a dime. Um, 
he doesn't really care if he wrestles all that much. He just wants to keep making money with as little effort as possible, which I don't blame him. He's been wrestling about 15 years now. And he, he saw his dad's just about a cripple and his head's a mess. So basically he wants to start booking outside of EMLL and booking inside of EMLL. And EMLL can't really tell him what to do because he's that big. You know, they know he, he and Mystic are the only guys they have that are proven ticket sellers over the last year and a half. So they're going to let him do what he wants. You know, they'll be, they'll be lucky when they get him from main event if they can build a hot feud. And meanwhile, he can use CMLL for his own purposes and, and book his guys and get more money and take, take a percentage off the top. And, you know, he wants to beat his brains out every night because he's a mess. He's, he's beating himself up. Yeah, it's, it's amazing the talent that CMLL is losing. I mean, Rocky Romero jumped to AAA, Alex Kozlov. Corleone is supposed to leave. Yeah, he's trying to go. He may go this week because he's not. No one, no one down there is getting booked except for Wagner. Well, you know, AAA is hot, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm hoping they come back up to the states again soon. Uh, the San Jose show was fun. Uh, did you go to the LA show? No, I wasn't around that weekend. But I don't know. I don't know if they're coming back up. I heard they lost a ton of money on it and. You can't deal with with um, Pena's family. They're really wacky, and um, they're so hot in Mexico that I don't. They they can make so much more staying there that I don't see them coming up here. You know, unless somebody comes up with huge guarantees. I know they're still trying to get the different TV up here, but um, I haven't heard if it, if it's going to happen. I heard CMLL is about to get some more TV up here, but uh, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, the AAA show is hot. I mean, you know, the, the gringos that they use, you know, they've got Teddy, they got uh, Jack, um, you know, X-Pac, and, you they know, bring, they're all hot. Ruckus, I think they're bringing in some more guys. Um, I know some of the guys wouldn't stay down there. Who came down there before? Was it uh, Danielson? I think he – Yeah, Danielson. From what I understand, yeah. he, he just saw how screwed up the locker room was and left. Mm. They weren't going to use him some more, but – he, I think hmm? he did like the one shot. He did the one pay-per-view shot, and that was it. Yeah, he just left. And then uh, they've got so many guys down there. And, uh, you know, Shaka tried to get in, and they, they just told Shaka to get lost because he's got such a bad drug problem. Now, um, have you come across the uh, the Viano Blue Panther pay-per-view? No. I haven't been able to find a, it anywhere. I had a friend that got it, and then he got home in Mexico City, and he looked at it, and he said the quality was just atrocious. Um, some of these guys down there that do the uh, recording are just retards. So I was expecting a ton, months and months of video, and the guy told me it was all recorded so bad that he, he wasn't going to send it to me. So then I had Ian send a bunch of guys over to the Arena Mexico area where there's always guys in the street selling DVDs, and he said nobody was selling CML shows. So I don't know what I'm getting tomorrow. I may get a couple of Ian's coming up here tomorrow, so I may get a couple of DVDs. I don't know what's coming together. I mean, I'm just... I'm just hoping I get my interview. <laughs> I haven't hardly had any new stuff on the site in a while because I, I, I just can't deal with the indie stuff. It just all looks the same to me after a while, and I'm just so bored with wrestling right now. Oh, that, that IWRG stuff is really, really bad. We have it up here in San Francisco, and that stuff's really bad, bad, yeah, it, bad, it, bad. Yeah, it, it's just wrestling is just dying. I mean, this is dying right now. It's just, ugh. I just Vince would go out of business for anybody else. Then we might have a chance. Yeah, you know, there's really nothing, 
nothing first run that's really worth watching, and you know it's a shame. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like Ring of Honor, but it, I couldn't tell you which show was which. Um, you know, the the guys that used to, that could talk great and had great angles, uh, they're just gone. I mean, you can't make guys stars. Most of the big stars from the past are guys that made themselves cause, just because of their personality and their own gimmicks. And the new guys, they don't have that kind of imagination now. Most of the crazy, crazy guys are going in MMA. True. So, um... Do you think that uh, Adam Pierce will be able to turn around Ring of Honor? Or no. Or with a I, different direction? He might make it interesting for a while, but, uh, you know, how goofy can he get? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not real sure that he's that he's a booker. And, he, you know, he's out here. He's not going to move back there. So, you know, they're going to have to deal with a long-distance booker. And, that's you know, that's going to cost them plenty of dough because it's not cheap to bring guys back and forth from the West Coast now. Uh, I'm not... You know, I mean, Pierce is real funny. He's a great talker, but um, I just don't see any wrestling promotion getting over right now. I mean, I just it's just it's over. You know, it's just too much to do. People, you know, guys would rather stay home and play video games. You know, the, the ticket prices are so high, and you know now they're trying to make it in, the, in a bad economy. Even the whip is dying right now. I mean, a lot of their shows are not selling. I mean, they're still making money as a company because they have so much, you know, residual income, but. You know, it's over. You don't see, you never see guys wearing wrestling T-shirts in public anymore. Back in the Austin years, that's all you saw. Yep, that's right. You walk through a mall. I mean, geez. There used to be stores that sold nothing but wrestling gimmicks. Now you can't find any wrestling gimmicks in malls. It's amazing how it's crashed. And, but you know, MMA is booming. Um, I'm telling you, out here where I live in Huntington Beach, it's just insane. I mean, there's got to be 80 to 100 gyms right now in the area. They're just, there's, every gym is packed. You go, uh, go to this yogurt store, it's next to, next to a Krav Maga gym and a jiu-jitsu gym, packed. I mean, just packed from kids to big guys. Uh, I got a, a guy, one of my neighbors, he was two years around, he's got a MMA uh, school. You know, he's making a fortune. He just bought a, you know, he just bought a house in our neighborhood. I mean, it's, it's crazy around here. You got Ortiz just bought a, almost a $4 million home um, about a mile away, uh, you know, I see Tank in these restaurants all the time, just spending money like crazy. It's just, it's nuts. It's just nuts what's going on. You go to some, by some of the gyms, especially the Ultimate Training Center and some of these other places around here that are the, old, the older gyms, there's just a million people training right now. It's just crazy. There's gimmick stores for MMA. There's, tra- there's supplies. It's just every mall has got something going on with MMA or jiu-jitsu right now. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, it's booming here, too. You know, I mean, San Jose is a hotbed. Yeah, sure. Gyms all over. I mean, the one just opened up here. I, I live in San Bruno, right outside San Francisco, and they just opened a gym. You know, I mean, they're all over the place. And, and it's not just, you know, rinky-dink jiu-jitsu places. I mean, we have Gracie places popping up. You know, it's... Yeah, no, it's it's definitely the future. It's definitely the future. I mean, it's... Besides that, guys can train without being fighters and wrestling gyms, you're either training to go in or you're not going to be there. So it's a whole different business. So, I mean, you know, look what the Affliction Show did here down in Anaheim. I mean, it completely sold out the place. So, uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Plus, there's just too much to do. I mean, there's just too much to do. So, uh, give me a winner, Randy or Brock. 
Man, I don't know. I mean, Randy hasn't fought for a while, and uh, Rock doesn't look like he's a world beater yet. You know, as long as he as long as he puts up a good show, there can always be a rematch. So I, I don't I don't know. You know, uh, <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a lot yeah, of heat. Exactly. I mean, for the for the few minutes before that match, it's gonna be really crazy. But uh, I mean, I don't I don't think that Lesnar's in, in Couture's category yet. Yeah, I don't think so either. But you know. Brock's going to come in at a solid 280. You know, he cuts to get to 265. So that's a big man for Randy to move around. Yeah, you know, unless unless he gets him on the ground. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, it, that's why everybody wants to see it. There's just a lot of factors. But, you know, it's just that Brock hasn't looked like a world beater yet. And, you know, Couture's a freak. I mean, he's just a, he's, he's a freak. So, I mean, you know, you don't know what he's got left because he hasn't, he hasn't worked in so long, and who knows how he's been training. But, uh, you know, it's going to be a great night. What did they charge, like 70 bucks for the pay-per-view or something? Uh, in HD, I think it's 60 Oh, yeah. But, man, that's, they're going to make so much money. I mean, they're going to they're gonna pop a million buy rate. You know, uh, <clears throat> hands down, it's got to pop a million. Just... You know that's just so much fucking money. Well, all the and, gyms around know. here show him. All all the uh, sports bars around here show MMA, and in this neighborhood with all the MMA guys, it's just gonna be crazy that night. It's just it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I I, I tried to convince that's that night's my uh, my wedding anniversary, and I tried to convince my wife, hey, honey, let's go to a <laughs> yeah, <bar."> right <laughs> <laughs> for our anniversary. Yeah. She says, watch no, the guys no, beat no. up. She yeah, says, no, I, we'll, we'll, we'll watch the fight on the couch. <laughs> yeah, good idea. You got to live with her so you can deal with one minute. Now, do you do you think they're ever going to lower the ticket prices? I mean, those things, Jesus. You mean for $100. MMA? Yeah, for MMA. Then why would they? They're getting it. Well, in other words, my my question is, do you think it'll you know it'll slow down to the point where they have to lower prices? Maybe, but if they keep making stars, maybe not. I mean, you know, now they can pull out some people out of uh, elite, and uh, who knows if Affliction is going to last. I mean, you got still got Josh Barnett out there and a bunch of guys. So I don't know. UFC is good, pretty good at making stars now with their show. Yeah. You know, and they and they've got a lot of and the way they keep mixing the match, as long as guys keep coming back after one or two defeats, they don't lose their stars. So it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, and that's it's pretty much the only sport that a lot of guys want to watch right now that'll that'll pay for. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think they're pretty healthy, especially if UFC's you know got a monopoly. You know, what are people going to do? True, true. You know, I mean, boxing's in the shitter. There's only you know what a couple fights left that could draw. It yeah, and then, yeah, boxing will be dead in two years. I mean, it's just it's still big in Europe, but that's only because UFC really hasn't gone over there yet. Yet, yeah, I don't know if they have enough guys to go over there, but you know that's the only thing that's going to keep boxing going there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know they, you know they're already in the United Kingdom. They've they've done Ireland, they've done England, and I think that's all. They've they've been working on getting into uh, what is it, Korea, and uh, what is it? I think Italy. But, yeah. Uh, that's, as long as they can get a couple right. local stars in each country, they can go right in there and go crazy, I think. 
because I think the whole world's ready to, you know, watch this stuff. I mean, we're all, everybody's getting the same information all over the world, so it really doesn't matter where they go. They just need to have, you know, a couple of hometown guys that are star that they can make stars. Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned Europe. Um, New Evolution, Rikishi's group out there in, uh, in Europe. Um, what happened between uh, Vamp and, and, uh, and New, uh, New Evolution? He, he, well, he just stopped working for them, and they, they didn't have the money. They were broke for a while, and they wanted him to come over on credit. He told them to drop dead. They paid him a lot of money when they had the money, but then they ran out of it, and then they had a – now they've lowered all their, um, their pay schedules. And what, what they do is they go into a country and burn it out. And then they're out of business for a while, and then they got to find a new country. You know, they burned out Italy. They started to burn out Spain. Um, you know, they can go into all these weird places and get some crowds, but then, you know, then they got to find new places again because, uh, you know, they don't run regular television or anything. So they're basically, uh, they, do they do. They do now. They have TV. Yeah, I don't know. They keep saying it, but I don't know that anybody gets, anybody gets it. You know, and the TV stinks. I mean, come on, Rikishi is just, you know, beyond horrible. Black Pearl's a joke. Um, Rikishi does the booking. It's always Rikishi, Rikishi, Rikishi. And, Orlando uh, Jordan is a star. Orlando Jordan is a star. Yeah. I, you know, he, he comes off as a star. Yeah, you know what? They need more, though. And, and the yeah. other problem is that they don't have any local stars. I mean, after a while, people are not going to keep going to see out of, you know, out of the country guys. They want some local guys. Even Vince realizes that now. You know, he's trying to hire Mexicans and trying to hire, you know, more guys that speak Spanish so he can go into South and Central America where he's probably got a couple of years where he can make a lot of money because he's, you know, pretty much started to burn out Europe. Uh, Australia seems to be the only place that will buy that crap, you know, year after year after year. Yeah, a, f a friend of mine is the ring announcer for New Evolution, and he lives out here in Daly City, and they fly him out every tour. I'm going yeah. to try to go on a tour with him. I just want to go, you know, go on the road in Europe, and you know, because that's that's you know like a chance of a lifetime. And you know, my boy, my boy was so stoked because he got to call the uh, announce the return of the Ultimate Warrior, and <laughs> the, the, the crowd had no idea who he was. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. Yeah, well, even the crowd today. They've only been watching WWE for a couple years. If he ran, if he is, if he, if the Warrior ran into a WWE show now, nobody would know who he is. Their their crowd is fifteen year olds. How long's War? How long's it been since Warrior's been in a WWE ring? Most of these guys hadn't been born yet. Yeah. Then I got to know who he is. You know, that's. Yeah, it doesn't, it's like, what, what have you done for me lately? That's all. Yeah, you know, listen, that'll be a great trip. I mean, especially if you can, uh, you know, double up in hotel rooms and stuff. We were there last year right before the dollar sunk, and I I just had a great time. I mean, we're going back either next year or the year after. Yeah, I don't I don't think the, the hotel would be a problem. You know, I just double up with my partner and whatever. Yeah, just make, sure you, just make sure you give yourself enough time to see the country and, you know, more of the country and less of wrestling because every Rikishi match is going to be the same. <laughs> Give the heat, come back, shake the bump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just after after a while, Jesus Christ, who wants to see a fat ass? Oh, man. Uh, not him. No. Yeah, I'm tired of I'm I'm glad that they're not using him anymore up here. Well, he can't. He can barely move. I mean, him and his whole family—they can barely move. Let's see who was it? Uh, Fog City had a show this past weekend up here, 
and uh, the main event was Raven and Olafa. Uh, Who's Olafa? Olafa, the big dude. I, I'm Adamo. Uh, oh, oh, okay. It's Adamo from Zero One. Did they draw? Uh, what did they draw? Two twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and that's what this, that's what the big Samoan nightclub. It was in a nightclub. So was the place so, packed? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they packed it. Wow, they must have charged a ton to get in. They, I don't know what they charged, but they, uh, they, they run smaller venues. Yeah. They run them in nightclubs, so they get, you know, packed houses and, but yeah. And no, and and no, J.R. Ben, no J.R. Benson anywhere, huh? No J.R. Benson sightings, no. But uh, Roland Alexander does uh, walk in from time to time. Oh, God, that pig. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, missed well, him on that, that court show. Yeah, well, you got to be uh, a pig. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to see it either. I'm, I'm waiting, for, waiting for a DVD of it. I, I want to see, see what happens. You know, because I, I want to see how their, how their contracts, you know, stand up in front of a judge. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, they tried to get me and Lana on that show. I mean, I'm not really sure how how they do everything legally on that show. <laughs> so, um, you you say you haven't gotten in much uh, new footage. Uh, what's no. the newest footage that you've gotten in? I haven't gotten in anything lately because I was you know really pumping in the lucha for a while, but I expected three months worth of lucha and I just haven't got it. So tomorrow I'll know what I'm getting in, if anything. I mean, you know, be here at. In the afternoon, and he swears he's bringing some DVDs, but he said that before, so we'll just see if he brings anything. Yeah, I got, I've got his movie. I've got, I've got the documentary. I've got the uh, Dead Sleep Easy, the narco-terrorism movie that he did with uh, Aaron Aguilar and Chaos and a couple guys. And uh, I don't know that's about it right now. I've been selling more music stuff than I have been wrestling lately. You haven't gotten in any new films or anything, or no? I I don't know what there is. I mean, no, no. I I don't know anything out there that I'm really interested in right now that I could even you know really bother people for. I've been trying to get more obscure movies and things. Mm. I've been going to a lot of French any, movies lately. Any any word on uh, Mike Lano's San Francisco footage? You know what? I don't think it existed. I think it's full of shit. Um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it, it, the whole court thing, it was just, I wish we, I wish we would have videotaped in court because it was pretty amazing. Um, he, he's nuts. I mean, it's just nuts. He dyed his hair. He, he lied like a fish. Um, he signed an agreement. He tried to break the agreement. The, court, the judge just about called him a retard. And, and then the judge made the uh, bailiff go over to him in court, take the check that he hadn't made out to me that he didn't send me, and just march it over to me. And then he still tried to uh, get out of it. He filed another motion. And then he tried to sue me in the court up north. And I just told him, you know, I'll, I got all the money in the world to screw with you, Mike. So uh, if you want to keep playing the game, I'll take you to Superior Court and we'll have a full-on battle. And I'll just keep pouring the money in. And that was the end of it. He finally just clammed up. And I haven't heard from him in months. And I got, I got my money. <laughs> so... He, he's nuts. I don't think he had it. He promised me for years that he had the footage. He had some of the footage. Um, I, I'd seen some of it for John Tola's tape I made. It was from the late 70s. It wasn't from the prime. 
Shire stuff. It was from the later Shire stuff, but the quality was absolutely broadcast quality. He got the tapes from another guy. He never gave them back to the guy. And he used to tell me he had 100 tapes, and it was 80 tapes. And But I don't know anybody that's seen him. I, I, I have no idea. I, I don't think he had them because he could have given me the tapes. He said he ended up having to pay me almost $1,200. Well, let's uh, see. I had a... Some months ago, I had um, Taro from Pro Wrestling Gorilla on the show, and um, the Jim War show in '97 that uh, Ron Rivera and Disco Machine and the other guys came up and worked. Uh, right. You, you had your hand involved in that. Um, I didn't know that that was that was Taro's debut match when he when he worked uh, Ultimo Dragon Cito, and he was amazed that I remembered it because I was there. And I, you know, I bought my promo Azteca shirt from a Disco Machine, who was selling the gimmicks. Um, let, let's talk about that. Um, I haven't heard the story, you know, about what went on between you and Roland for a while. Uh, what happened again? Um, well, basically, he stiffed Ron Rivera. He stiffed all those guys. Um, they, I can't remember even who. One of the guys that was supposed to work under a mask. It might have been Creek. I don't even remember. But one of the guys that was supposed to work under a mask couldn't make it. So. Ron, Ron said, mini. well, what's, it was, who was it? It was a mini. It was a mini that couldn't make it. The mini I, was supposed to work against Ultimo Dragon Cito, so they, they had Taro put on the, put on the gear and work. And I'm not sure if that, I'm not really sure if that was it, but anyway, it was basically, um, Roland said, okay, we'll just use the other guy. And after, you know, they used the other guy and, and they gave, he gave Ron the check and Ron went home, he, he stopped payment on the check. So um, he, you know, I just told Ron, tell him you're going to sue him if he doesn't pay. And he told me, he told Ron he wasn't going to pay. So I told Ron exactly what to do. I told him where to file. He filed down here. He got a judgment. And, uh, and then I, Roland wasn't going to pay. I just told him, that's fine. Don't pay. We'll take over your gym. <laughs> and that was the, boom, the, the check was, they, were, they paid. And after the, since, since then, I've, I've been on that fat son of a bitch's ass. Every time he, he does something wrong, especially when they, he killed that kid in the ring, and he, he, he tried to build the parents, and, uh, you know, he tried to avoid service of process, and, you know, he was generally a scumbag. He was cutting promos on the standing court. Uh, I, I'm sure the insurance company made all the payment. I'm sure he didn't pay a dime because I know he, he, he was hiding assets, and all of a sudden he had no property when, you know, by the time they were ready to go to trial. And, He's just a real piece of shit. I mean, he's the ultimate piece of shit. So beyond the mat was a shoot. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a shoot enough. I mean, it really could have gone on his ass if if they had known. At that point, nobody knew how just well, how much of a scumbag he was. He started pulling a lot more scumbag stunts later on. That whole thing with uh, Cali or whatever he was known then was just ins- it was just insane. Yeah, that was it. it you know. Karma got that guy too. You know his diabetes got pretty bad. And, well, but, uh, listen, he's five hundred pounds and you know eats junk food all day long, so it's not even karma. It's just it's Carmel. Carmel. <laughs> Very good. Well, let's uh, let's talk about some of the footage you have. Um, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to do a little commercial for BobBarnett.com. Um, what footage would you point a person? To pick up from your site, as old as possible. I don't know. I, you know, the Gilbert stuff, the Mid South stuff, the 
the Memphis stuff that Steve Minari made for me years ago. Um, Gringo, uh, still my favorite it, set. Yeah, that's a great set. Um, the Earth, I got a lot of, a lot of old lucha. I mean, I got a ton of old lucha from 80s, 90s, and specialties and, and commercial videos. Um, you know, I just, I got a lot of the old stuff. I just don't have the new stuff. There's too many guys selling it, and I'm not that interested in it. So, I mean, anybody that's interested in old wrestling or lucha or sets that aren't a thousand DVDs long, because I just can't get into that. I mean, I don't know. Who could watch a 44 DVD set? What do you do with this stuff? People have gone crazy now selling seasons and seasons. and se- How can you watch a whole season over? You've you got to be a shut-in. I mean, I don't, I don't have time to watch anything now. We're... You know, I serve. I'm doing remodeling, remodeling at the house. Been traveling. Been doing. I, where do people get time to watch 44 DVDs of a, of a year or two? I, I don't understand it. So I, I got a lot of shorter sets and just a lot of esoteric stuff and a lot of bizarre movies and just stuff that I'm interested in. I've always just collected stuff I'm interested in. Uh, if I don't, if I didn't collect it, I just wasn't interested in it. People always try to trade me stuff, and most of the time I just tell them forget it because if I can't watch it, I'm not going to sell it. Um, do you watch any shoot interviews at all? No, I, I, I just, no. I've heard all the stories already. I just can't hear them anymore. Uh, and you can't, I can't listen to them the way they're shot. I mean, the most of the guys that are t- talking are just so boring. People don't know how to edit. They put the whole interviews in. Um, it's just no. crazy. I mean, Feinstein stuff is shit. Half of the time you can't even understand what, he, what anybody's saying. And he doesn't well, know what, he, what the, the, what? the two that I did... I, I conducted for WrestleWarehouse.com. I conducted a shoot with the Ballard Brothers and one with Michael Modest, and uh-huh. we didn't edit. We didn't edit. We just went straight through. We changed tapes, and I I did the mastering on my computer and everything. And you know they were pretty good. Um, but see, the thing I shocked Mike um, when we were changing tapes when I was doing the shoot with Mike. He's all, uh, "Where's your notes, dude?" I said, "Brother, when it comes to you, Modest, I don't need notes." Because Mike was that one worker that I saw that I fell in love with, and you know I I followed his career. I went out and got footage. Um, but yeah, that's fun stuff. I'll have to send you some copies. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see the Modest one because I the first time I saw Modest work was back in the mid '90s on the Lucha Show here when he and Justice were um, Border Patrol. The Border Patrol. They I can't remember who they wrestled that night, but they came Spike out. Dudley. And it, it was, Spike Dudley under a mask. And I can't remember who the other one was, but it was. I know it was down. It was it was down match. here at the forum. It was down here at the forum when I saw him. Yep. And there was about three thousand Mexicans, and they got so much fucking heat when they walked out. I just thought this is great. I mean, they look like neo Nazis. You know, they 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 just had it. I mean, they just had it. And right away, you know, I was in Tijuana within weeks, and I said, "You got to get these guys." And nobody would, nobody would take them. They said, "We don't want that kind of heat. It's too much heat." I said, Shit! What's too much heat? What kind of shit is that? Uh, yeah, I talked to him a bunch of times back then, and I just thought he was the shits, and I just couldn't understand why he never made it, especially with that gimmick. That was a great gimmick. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, he was like he was like he was like an evil Eddie Gilbert, you know, with that big guy too. It was great. The the thing, you know, with Mike, it it was I don't know. He just you know had breaks and lost them, and he just had the the worst luck. You know, he got I did. his WCW deal, then, you know, then then they sold the company. You know, it's just, you know, and then he did the Noah thing for years, which was really yeah. good stuff. 
Him and Donovan yeah. are awesome. Yeah. Awesome and Noah. But uh yeah, Mike's uh back in the Bay Area and he's back in the business. So he's back that's, working. That's good. So yeah, Mike's uh taking bookings. That would let me plug it real quick. Uh, myspace.com backslash Michael Modest. Uh book him guys. Anybody out there, book Mike. And you can also book him along with Oliver John as the Border Patrol. They still have the gear so you can you can book the Border Patrol. <laughs> They should, but, they should uh, call up Conan. They should call up Conan trying to go down there. It's not a bad idea. Let me. Yeah. What I'll do is I'm going to give Mike a, uh, Mike a call when we get off the air. It's a good idea. I'll go with him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's down down there. They, down there, they would get a ton of heat. It's a ton of heat. In fact, you probably need a third guy, you know, who looks like a cop. Let's see. Is there anybody up here that could do it? Actually, Donovan's getting back in the business. He's uh, in Florida. He's starting to work again. So, well, I would I would talk to Conan because you know he wants to bring in guys, and I I just always thought that that's a heat-seeking missile for Mexico. I mean, they, they'll walk in any arena, and guys will start throwing fruit at them, and that's the sign of respect for heels down there. Get shit thrown at you. Tremendous. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up a little early. Uh, so that's right. On in about twenty minutes. So, Bob. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, brother. No uh, problem. Definitely fun. We'll have to have you on again when you get in some uh, some new lucha. Um, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna send you a package tomorrow morning with uh, with a little bit of love. So uh, thanks, thanks for coming I can't... on. And it's uh, Bob. Oh, did you want the Ballard's shoot as well? I've talked to those guys a million times. I mean, I really want the modest one. That's right. that's one I want to see. Okay, you got it, brother. It'll be in the, All right. in the morning. All right. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, go and spend your money. Give Bob your money. Buy the Gringos Loco set. That's all I have to say. All right. Take it easy. All right, brother. Thanks for coming on. See ya. Bye. All right. That was uh, the surf and lucha guru, Mr. Bob Barnett. Uh, it's always nice to talk to Bob. Uh, we got into some wacky shit in this conversation. Um, got about 17 minutes to go, so we're going to wrap up early. Um Remember, check out my sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com and FogCityWrestling.com. And if you want to contact us, you can do that at MySpace.com backslash RubberGuardRadio. Or you can email me personally, KidZombie2000 at AOL.com. Um, let's plug some friends to the show, F4WOnline.com. Uh, 9 a month. You can get the Observer Weekly Online and the Figure 4 newsletter online uh, $10 a month dude and all the audio you can you know throw a stick at um, EliteProWrestling.com Chicagoland area check them out um, BobBarnett.com of course and who else oh yeah uh, ChikaraPro.com no better product um, ROHWrestling.com support ROH and my boy Adam Pierce uh, SoCal Pro Wrestling Dot com. If you're in San Diego area, I suggest checking them out. Um, that should do it. We'll be back next week, and you guys have a safe and happy Halloween. Later. <laughs>